CEOs, CFOs, and executives from top hospitals and health systems are gathering at this exclusive world-class event to address the most pressing issues in healthcare today. Becker's 11th annual CEO and CFO Roundtable is taking place in Chicago this November and will feature more than 400 elite provider speakers and over 1,000 hospital and health system C-suite and VP attendees. And good news, healthcare providers have a chance of receiving complimentary registration as a reviewer. If you're interested, you can apply at the website in the description. This is Laura Deirdre with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Bob Sarkar, President and CEO of Arkansas Health Network. Bob, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Thank you, Laura. Same here. It's a pleasure. is all mine. And thank you so much for hosting me and, and for this podcast. Look for, looking forward to it, Laura. I'm excited to speak with you today because I know Arkansas Health Network recently received its UREC accreditation, which is a huge accomplishment. Congratulations, and I'd love to know more about what the accreditation entailed and how you are celebrating with your team. But before we dive into the discussion, can you tell me a little bit more about yourself and your background? We'd be happy to, Laura. I'm Bob Sarkar. I am the President CEO of Arkansas Health Network, uh, which is a clinically integrated network based in Arkansas, and I have been in the industry for over 30 years now, had the pleasure and been blessed to have worked with several high-performing organizations um, like Kaiser Permanente, Advocate Health, um, Provina, Premier uh, Premier Health, Presence Health, Aetna, and to name a few, and I've been in this role for the last eight, uh, around eight years or so. So enjoying every moment, every minute of it. We have a great team here. Bob, I know that you're such an amazing leader, and I really appreciate all the work you're doing. Can you share with us the process for achieving the URAC accreditation? What was that like, and how did you prepare? I'd be happy to. And before I get into URAC, I just wanted to share a little bit more about Arkansas Health Network. Arkansas Health Network is, as I mentioned, uh, is a clinically integrated network. Um, it is the largest clinically integrated network, or CIN, we call them, um, in, in the state of Arkansas. It is also one of the national best practices in value-based care, or value hubs, as we call it, in our common spirit health lingo. It is fully owned subsidiary of CHS and Vincent slash common spirit health, which, as you may know, is the largest nonprofit health system in the country, parochial health system in the country. And so it, uh, Arkansas Health Network happens to be a national best practice in, in value-based care, value hub. And... Uh, and also, from a clinical and financial standpoint, happens to be uh, one of the most successful ones in the industry as well as in Arkansas. And so I have been in my role now, as I said, um, just around eight years or so. Our, our major goal, our, our mission, if I may call it, of Arkansas Health Network is to drive meaningful, measurable improvement in quality, health, and financial sustainability for our patients in Arkansas and provider community in Arkansas through excellence in value-based care. So what we have started doing is since Arkansas Health Network was formed about around 10 years ago um, and have, we have been taking risk, financial and clinical risk. Um, we have been taking upside downside risk now um, and, and with appropriate guardrails with appropriate clients and partners. We, we are positioning ourselves to take uh, even capitated risk and beyond. And so with that in mind, with the work that we have been doing consistently seeing 
both in quality processes, um, technology, as well as in financials. We basically, basically thought the best appro approach at this point for us is to ensure that we work with a, a third party like URAC or NCQA um, who would assess us to independently um, to see how we are doing and how our standards are of the different processes that we follow. So we worked with URAC for the last year and a half plus um, and, um, and went through the entire tradition process. And URAC, as you may or may not know, uh, we, we know about URAC because they work quite a bit with pairs, but they are also getting uh, expanding their portfolio to work with provider and provider organizations like the CINs and providers, practices, and health systems. And IRIORAC was founded in 1990, an independent nonprofit accrediting agency um, or entity, you, and it uses evidence-based measures actually for quality improvement in healthcare. And um, so IRIORAC symbol. <laughs> of accreditation is a, is a symbol of excellence for organizations to showcase their validated commitment, quality, and accountability. So we went um, and partnered with URAC, as I said, about a year and a half ago, uh, plus ago, and then we went for two types of accreditation. One is clinical integration 1.0, which is basically population health, uh, which is our core competency of Arkansas Health Network. And that comprises of 35 broad standards and several granular standards underneath it and underneath them. And then we also went for another accreditation, accreditation on employer-based population health, um, and which is 1.0, and has 20 standards, several granular level standards underneath them. And um, employer-based population health is one of the latest um, accreditation that URAC came up with, and Arkansas Health Network, we became the first CIN in the industry to be dually accredited with both clinical integration 1.0 and employer-based population health 1.0. So this is almost like a trailblazing effort that we made and a unique um, effort that we made in the industry as a provider organization to be dually accredited with those two accreditations, which generally are um, associated with pairs. So this, this is, we are proud of, this is a lot of work with everybody's hands on deck from the provider perspective, from our management team perspective, our team's perspective, and, and resources from our Common Spirit Health, divisional, national, as well as from the market perspective. Um, a lot of efforts, as, as I may or may not have already shared with you, um, Arkansas Health Network is the largest net CIN. It now comprises of 3,600 plus providers and around 20 hospitals inpatient facilities and about 25 skilled nursing facilities in our network at this point. We are managing around 140,000 lives in, in, at this point in value-based care lives in Arkansas at this point. That's really impressive and a huge amount of responsibility you have for your patients and community members. Thank you for talking us through that process and giving us a step-by-step -step view of the accreditation and potential outcomes. From your perspective, why is it so meaningful for you to undergo the URAC accreditation? How are you able to rally your team and achieve great results? You know, as I said, Arkansas Health Network is, 
a statewide network now. We started from Central Arkansas focused, but now we are a statewide network. We have strategic partnership with Arkansas Children's Care Network, which already had a URAC accreditation. It's a, it's a pediatric CIN, state's only pediatric CIN that had a URAC accreditation and clinical integration. And we also have strategic partnership with, with um, Next Health, a CIN in Northwest Arkansas. So we have several strategic partnerships apart from a large portfolio of presence across the state. Um, the reason why we wanted to ensure that we go through this rigorous, if I may call it that way, but methodical journey with URAC were three reasons. One is clinical, uh, which basically the reason why we wanted to go through this is to, because it helps validate our excellence in utilization of evidence-based solutions. Basically, URAC validates our excellence, our, our, our excellence in utilization of, of those resources and solutions that we have in our portfolio. The second one is, uh, is quality. It demonstrates a commitment, uh, our commitment to continuously improve quality and process. And so it has a, a, a quality improvement perspective as well. Um, and then the third one is very much, it was very much strategic. It uh, generally, as I shared with you, this is a tradition that are generally done by, by pairs. Uh, by doing, uh, taking up uh, this accreditation by being accredited, uh, we think that it provides a competitive edge to us from the pair's perspective. We now uh, speak the language. We know, we understand the language that the pairs set up to do. And the board of directors of URAC are generally um, the Blue Crosses of the world, the Anthems of the world, the, U, the Uniteds of the world, and the Signals of the world. They have created those those standards. And now those languages, rather, if I may call them that way, and now we have learned the language. Hopefully, this brings much more alignment, alignment between which is much needed in the healthcare delivery system and the and payment model system of the of the country of our healthcare landscape. Brings much more closer alignment between between payers and providers because what we are generally doing is in our value-based care, which is the the equation of value is quality over cost. We have high quality and low cost. Hopefully that resonates into, translates also into high experience, patient experience, high provider experience, which is our quadruple aim, improving quality, bringing cost down, improving experience for providers as well as patients. And so it, it aligned with our strategic initiatives of improved clinical outcomes, improved quality, and meaningful, relevant strategic initiatives. Certainly, in particular, today's healthcare landscape, as more and more organizations are trying to figure out value-based care and the alignment and partnership strategies they need with insurers as well as other organizations, it's so meaningful to see how you've been able to move the needle. Now, how will your team continue to build on this success in the future? Yes, absolutely. Uh, so, as you may know, this was a journey, and we executed our URAC um, accreditation journey, uh, agreement in, uh, if I recall the exact date, it was uh, 30th June, 2021. And then we also involved uh, a consultant called Integral Health Solutions to help us learn the ropes, um, you know, the tricks of the trade, so to speak, in this, in this journey. And then we had a desktop review by URAC on, on if I recall the exact date, it was um, August 
um, 30th of 2022. And then we had an on-site uh, review by URAC, by URAC surveyors who came on-site on January 31st of this year. And in both this desktop as well as on-site review, we got 100% of, of this possible scores. And then what we have in this journey that we have learned are several standards, as I said, about 55 standards in total. Um, you know, that we are, are we doing well or not? Now that we are, uh, we know where we stand uh, from a third party who has given almost like a gold seat of approval uh, on our, through our accreditation. What we plan to do is we know since proactive care management is our core competency backed up by next generational uh, health management platforms, IT and information system platform, and other uh, and other areas of care delivery, um, we know that there are areas of opportunities, not just uh, in our immediate uh, vicinity, but throughout Arkansas. And there are opportunities as it relates to behavioral health uh, areas, especially after pandemic. Um, so we will be focusing using those methodologies with those modalities that we have learned and standards that we have and discipline that we have learned from URAC journey. We will be focusing on behavioral health patient care, patient proactively as much as we can and possible. And then we are also going to be focusing on social determinants of health, and which is a major area of our, going to be our focus, especially post-pandemic. And then we are also going to be ensuring that um, as next steps, that we are not just keeping the, these competencies or capabilities that we have uh, sharpened within our own team. We are going to be sharing this uh, through a ready-to-use playbook within our our own family of Commonsworth Health. Uh, so we are creating a, at this point um, a turnkey playbook for our own Commonsworth Health um, uh, family across. We are across 21 states, as you may know. And then we are also going to be creating some resources for the entire in healthcare industry um, through webinars, possible uh, learning tools, um, so, so that everybody in the industry, in the country, learns from what we have learned while we continue to ourselves learn and make the base, best use of, uh, of, uh, of these resources and competencies. That makes a lot of sense. It really sounds like a great plan to make sure that you're able to serve patients in a meaningful way. Before we wrap up our conversation, I wanted to ask, where are you seeing some of the best opportunities to provide better patient care in the next two to three years? What does that look like for you? You've got such a unique vantage point with your, the patients you serve in Arkansas, as well as being the head of an ACO, which is very progressive in its own right. Yes, yeah, thank you for your kind words. So one area that we are noticing that we need to ensure that we speak with one voice are the disconnects with certain states, especially on Arkansas here. Our reimbursement rates are quite, quite low. And I, it, I won't be surprised if I say this way, and you won't be surprised if I say that Arkansas has probably the lowest um, all in, has the lowest reimbursement rate. So we are ensuring that we are aligning with the with the payer community, aligning um, to show that we have that we continuously bring value uh, to the payers as well as to their to our com combined patients across the state. So uh, the the goals in the next generation, next a few years and beyond, are going to be ensuring that there is appropriate level of reimbursement uh, for the care, uh, whether 
through direct fee-for-service and or through fee-for-value. And because, uh, as we know, um, uh, unless there is alignment between payers and, and providers, um, there won't be any synergy coming down to the patients as well as to the providers. And um, while we are moving towards that, we are also ensuring that these best practices, if I may call them, and the, and the competencies that we have gained uh, will also address some of the areas of, of excellence um, in our care delivery and reimbursement while there continues to be shortage of, of clinical staff across the state. Um, this will create, these competencies we will create the place to be to work uh, as we continue to shine ourselves and hopefully with our partners across the state and in the region um, that it is a place to get best care, best place to practice medicine, and best place to work. So there are multiple multifaceted approaches, multifaceted areas that we are focusing on with, with our URAC journey and competencies and accreditation that we Thank you so much, Bob, and I look forward to interacting with you at the November CEO plus CFO Roundtable in Chicago. I'm really looking forward to that. It's always great to see you, and I hope you have a great rest of your day. It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks, to help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way, Becker's Healthcare has launched MyBHC. It's your trusted Becker's healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there.